Risk Management Risk management is one of the best means available to eliminate senseless and needless loss of life, injury, and material damage. It prevents a situation that will degrade mission capability rather than planning to deal with the situation after it occurs. Risk mitigation is central to the idea of readiness and must not be an afterthought in actions during combat, in training, and in garrison. This process is one in a range of tools to be used by personnel of all levels for minimizing risk to an acceptable level commensurate with completing the task at hand or accomplishing the mission. Inherent risk. Risk is inherent in every phase of tasking, missions, and operations due to today's complex and dynamic environment. As hazards and risk are present both on and off duty, it is incumbent upon all Marines, both military and civilian, to understand how to assess and manage risk to achieve mission success and preserve combat readiness. Key Aspects Risk management enhances readiness by enhancing task or mission accomplishment by increasing the probability of success. Minimizing risk to acceptable levels commensurate with the benefit or value of mission or task accomplishment while providing a method to effectively manage resources. Enhancing decision-making skills based on a systematic, reasoned, and repeatable process. Providing a systematic structure to perform risk assessments providing improved confidence for individuals to make informed risk decisions. Preserving personnel and material by avoiding unnecessary risk, thus reducing mishaps and their associated costs. Providing an adaptive process for the continuous feedback through the planning, preparation, and execution phases of any evolution. Identifying feasible and effective control measures, particularly where specific standards do not exist. Risk management does not inhibit flexibility, initiative, or accountability. M. Remove risk altogether or support a zero defect mindset. Remove the necessity for practice, drills, rehearsals, and tactics, techniques, and procedures. Sanction or justify violating orders or the law. There are four principles of risk management. 1. Accept risk when benefits outweigh the cost. 2. Accept no unnecessary risk. 3. Anticipate and manage risk by planning. 4. Make risk decisions at the right level. Let's learn what each one of them means. Accept risk when benefits outweigh the cost. The goal of risk management is not to eliminate risk, but to manage the risk so the mission can be accomplished with the minimum amount of loss. Accept no unnecessary risk. An unnecessary risk is any risk that, if taken, will not contribute meaningfully to task or mission accomplishment or will needlessly jeopardize personnel or material. Anticipate and manage risk by planning. Integrating risk management into planning at all levels, and as early as possible, provides the greatest opportunity to make well-informed risk decisions and to implement effective risk controls. This engaged approach enhances the overall effectiveness of risk management by reducing mishaps, injuries, and costs. Make risk decisions at the right level. Risk management decisions are made by the leader directly responsible for the operation. If unable to mitigate the risk at the unit level, the risk decision shall be elevated to the next commander in the chain of command. Levels of Risk Management There are three levels, in-depth, deliberate, and time-critical. The in-depth level refers to situations when available time for planning is not a limiting factor and involves a very thorough risk assessment. The deliberate level refers to situations when there is ample time to apply the risk management process to the mission planning evolution. Time critical is the level at which personnel operate on a daily basis both on and off duty. 
The time-critical level is the normal risk management level used during the execution phase of training or operations as well as in planning during crisis response scenarios. At this level, there is little or no time to make a plan resulting in an on-the-spot mental or verbal review of the situation. The five-step process of risk management. First step, identify hazards. Second, assess hazards. Third, make risk decisions. And fourth step, implements controls. Let's review each one. Identify hazards. What is a hazard? A hazard is defined as any condition with the potential to negatively impact the task or mission. Hazards can also cause property damage, injury to personnel, or death, which highlights the importance of hazard identification. Assess hazards. For each hazard identified, determine the associated degree of risk in terms of probability and severity. Make risk decisions. Here is where you identify and assess risk control options such as reject the risk, avoid the risk, delay an action, transfer the risk, or compensate for the risk. Implement controls. The critical check for this step is to ensure that controls are converted into clear simple execution orders understood at all levels. The final step is supervision. Supervision involves conducting follow-up evaluations of the controls to ensure they remain in place and have the desired effect. Head protection. Safety helmets protect against impact, penetration, and electric shock. Head hazardous areas are designated where there is reasonable possibility of head injury caused by cuts, bumps, falling or flying objects, and from limited electric shock and burns. Industrial head protection appropriate to exposure shall be worn during the entire work shift by Marine Corps personnel assigned to head hazardous or hard hat areas. Any other personnel entering head hazardous areas shall wear appropriate head protection. Hearing protection. Hearing protective devices shall be worn by all personnel when they enter or work in an area where the operations generate noise levels of greater than 84 decibels sound level, 140 decibels peak sound pressure level or greater. A combination of insert type and circumoral hearing protective devices, double protection, shall be worn in all areas where noise levels exceed 104 decibels sound levels. Additionally, all personnel exposed to gunfire in a training situation or to artillery, mortar, or missile firing, under any circumstances, shall wear hearing protective devices. Foot protection. All Marine Corps personnel occupationally exposed to foot hazardous operations or areas shall be furnished appropriate safety footwear at organizational expense. Foot hazardous operations are those which have a high incidence of, or a potential for, foot or toe injuries. Some of these operations or areas include construction material handling, maintenance, transportation, weapons, supply, warehousing, vehicle maintenance facilities, aircraft maintenance, fuels, and avionics. Eye protection. Marine Corps personnel working in eye hazardous areas or operations identified in Personal Protective Equipment Survey shall be provided adequate eye protection at government expense. All persons entering an eye hazardous area or a hazard radius of an eye hazardous operation, including other workers, supervisors, or visitors, shall also be required to wear eye protection. Hazardous material. Hazardous material is any material that, because of its quantity, concentration, or physical or chemical characteristics, may pose a hazard to human health or the environment during use, handling, storage, transportation, or spill. Hazardous waste. Hazardous waste is any discarded material, liquid, solid, or gas, which meets the definition of hazardous material and, or, is designated as a hazardous waste by the Environmental Protection Agency or a state authority. Material Safety Data Sheet 
MSDS is a document that contains on the potential health effects of exposure to chemicals or other potentially dangerous substances and on safe working procedures when handling chemical products. It contains hazard evaluations on the use, storage, handling, and emergency procedures related to the material. Additionally, it contains the hazards of the product, how to use the product safely, what to expect, if the recommendations are not followed, what to do if accidents occur, how to recognize symptoms of overexposure, and what to do if such incidents occur.